Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. Thank you for joining us. This segment is brought to you by CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Check it out. It is the ultimate and commercial agent video training. Visit CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Well, today we're going to talk about single tenant net lease investment properties. You know, that uh, sector has really been kind of always known as a very safe sector, obviously, with the uh, pandemic and, and shutdowns everywhere. Uh, most every sector has been hit a little bit, maybe except in industrial. And, uh, but what's happening in, in retail single tenant net lease and restaurant single tenant net lease? Um, we'll find out. We have an expert with us today. It's Nancy Miller. Nancy Miller is a CCIM, and she's president of the Net Lease Investment Group at Bull Realty. Nancy, thanks for joining us again. Thank you, Michael. Glad to be here. Well, Nancy, like I said in the opening, um, with this pandemic, here we are in, in late August of 2020, um, and uh, a lot of property values have been hit, especially hospitality uh, and multi-tenant retail. Some of that's been hit. Um, what do you see in the single tenant net lease world? Well, uh, it's been a world of uh, two two sides. One excellent performance from some of the essential businesses, uh, and then some of the others uh, have been really struggling. Obviously, essential businesses being things like dollar store retail, your Targets, uh, your Walmarts, your grocery. Uh, your tire and uh, auto related are, they're all thriving. Um, even home improvement stores are thriving because so many people are at home. Um, on the other side of the coin, uh, casual dining has been, been kind of tough and a lot of the multi-tenant retail and so forth. So it's a, a tale of two cities, if you will. Yeah. A lot of sense, doesn't it? So, what about supply and demand? It seems like single tenant net lease market is has been fairly a liquid market for for investors to kind of get in and get out. How much supply is out there? What's happening on supply and demand? Well, uh, that's been a, a source of great frustration, and I hope anyone who's out there looking for properties right now is working through a broker because otherwise they're going to be in big trouble. Um, I have spent the last several days working with clients who are doing 1031 exchanges, and uh, we have been the bridesmaid and not the bride on many cases because of such scarcity, especially in these essential businesses, uh, such as your dollar stores. Literally, they are flying off the shelf in particular. Um, anything that uh, has a strong corporate guarantor multi-year multi leases, uh, triple net, they are um, just very, very difficult to find. I'm looking out, uh, talking with developers and people who are building out, uh, who have things coming on the market months from now so that I can get my hands on them as early as possible. Yeah, makes a lot of, that makes a lot of sense. What about um, if there's a lot of not much supply and a lot of demand for these essential service single tenant net lease properties, what has that done to cap rates for those type properties? Uh, well, a, a very good question again, because uh, cap rates, uh, there's normally been some basis point plays and things are fairly pretty much trading 
almost at asking price at this point where you might have had something listed, let's say at a 6.2 cap and you might get it at a 6.4, 6.5. It's pretty much trading almost at the asking price right now. Are those surprises significantly um, higher, uh, lower cap rates, higher prices than they were pre-COVID? We are starting to see a slight downward trend in cap rate reflecting a slight upward trend due to scarcity, supply and demand. Uh, the biggest culprit uh, has been in the states with no state income tax. Uh, Florida, for example, uh, Texas, uh, those states continue to take advantage of the fact that they were already at a slightly lower cap rate in general than a comparable property in a state that doesn't uh, have a state income tax. Okay. And Nancy, what is going on with financing right now? If, uh, I know some uh, lenders are, are active. Um, some are a little less active at the moment. Uh, what about lenders in the single tenant net lease world? Well, two things are happening that I'm observing. One thing is that uh, the cycle from application to commitment is longer. Uh, in part because uh, that all the third-party report vendors out there are taking longer to uh, get things done, in part because of COVID. Uh, I think some of their, their employees are just overwhelmed and overworked, and some may be out ill uh, in a couple cases that I was aware of. So there is a, a much longer cycle there and in terms of uh, the availability of financing, while lenders will say, oh, we have financing, it's available, and some, some sort of, of whatever come on to try to get us to assist them, um, on the other side of the coin, um, they are getting much more stringent in terms of underwriting guidelines, um, where we would never have a problem with a dollar store getting financed in a big city or a small rural area, some lenders are now saying, I'll finance a mid-size and a big-sized town, but I won't finance uh, that particular 15-year new double triple net store in Podunk. Uh, so lenders are tightening their underwriting guidelines, even though they tell you they want to do business with you. And are they buying larger down payments? No, uh, I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing, uh, you know, the usual 30 to 40% cash down. We are seeing a little bit more uh, interest by community banks, though, that are willing to take on properties that are located um, in their state, uh, so long as the borrower is also located in that state. They're, they're getting more involved in the game. And some of your our larger lenders, um, I guess it's fair to say Wells Fargo has basically uh, is is not lending at all in the single tenant sector at this point in time, um, due to several factors. But uh, but they're out of the market right now, and so some of your larger banks I think feel much very exposed. So we're going to have to go to specialty lenders in this. Uh, single tenant space, uh, which there are many of them. But my caution to anyone who's listening to this is if a lender tells you they can start um, and they could turn a deal around and get financing committed within 20 days or 30 days, 
I would scratch my head and be very cautious about that. And I would in turn make sure that when I'm negotiating a due diligence period and a closing period, that I use timeframes that are very, very closely aligned with what the lender says they can really do. Well, Nancy, it sounds like um, if a listener has some single tenant net lease investment properties and they have these necessity type tenants, if it's time for them to sell, it sounds like it's a great time for them to sell. Um, what about uh, buyers right now? Obviously, if you're a buyer and you're looking for safety, all those types of properties are, are great, right? Um, but what about a buyer that might be looking for a little uh, higher return? Uh, what might be some options uh, for an investor there in the single tenant at least world? Um, the, um, everyone is obviously aware of the casual dining. I mentioned it a, a moment or two ago is, uh, is really not doing well. However, I think once we get uh, the vaccine in place and once we get uh, the numbers for the pandemic lower, I think the casual dining sector, as one example, will come back uh, extraordinarily strong. Uh, people are tired of, of all the social distancing and eating outside and so forth. And I think we'll all really enjoy getting into a restaurant safely. So what that means is in the near term, uh, things such as casual dining or even much more fancy dining um, are very limited. Pricing on those might be a little bit um, uh, more uh, down, if you will, but I think there's, there is a good opportunity uh, to buy into those near term because they will come back to life uh, in about, you know, uh, six months, 12 months, 18 months. So a buyer who wants to be somewhat opportunistic um, will have a, a good play right now. And for those that have longer term leases, strong guarantee, corporate guarantees, there, there is limited risk, I think, and good opportunity. And you could look across the board with um, other single tenant businesses that uh, should be considered now if you're a long-term player and you want to uh, take a bit of risk but have a lot of upside. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. Um, and sometimes uh, these tenants go dark or these properties are vacant or maybe you're buying a, a single tenant net lease property that um, doesn't provide sales numbers and you're curious about you know, how much customer traffic they have. Uh, one of our sponsors I want to mention is Vista Property Report, and uh, they track cell phone, smartphone uh, tracking. So it's a really neat way to, to really figure out on these single tenant net lease properties and other retail properties that don't uh, provide sales numbers. They kind of see how much traffic uh, they're getting. And uh, so you can get some free reports now and check it out at vistapropertyreport.com slash CRE show. Um, so Nancy, what would you leave our audience with to think about uh, moving forward for single tenant and at least uh, investment property investors? Um, I wouldn't hesitate. Uh, this is probably one of the safest sectors. You, you mentioned early on here that uh, some of the other sectors are, are suffering a bit. This will always be a strong sector. W what I might add, and I didn't mention, but QSR, quick service restaurant uh, environments, they're actually doing exceptionally well. 
um, that is one that uh, I would not have a hesitation in uh, considering today. And I think all of this will come back. Um, and it's a matter of if you're in the market now, you can safely buy things. If you want to wait, I think you'll see that it's okay to do that as well. But um, I'm always one that says, you know, let's let's get on the road while we have long lease terms remaining um, and let's have fun with this and make some money. Because if I choose a good corporate guarantor, regardless of what I buy, it really won't matter. I'm going to be set and safe. And uh, there are lenders out there that we can assist people with in finding lenders that still have very, very good rates uh, today to buy these things. Yeah, and that, that's a good point with the low rates that you have out there right now. Um, and then the, uh, so what kind of, you know, get some positive leverage, right, between your finance rate and uh, your cap at, at acquisition. So I guess that's another good reason. What type of interest rates are you seeing with, with strong borrowers and strong tenants right now? Um, I had a quote for 3.9 the other day uh, to 4.05, just from the top of my mind. And I think those are very strong on the 30 to 40% down or 60 to 70% LTV. And I spoke with someone yesterday who told me he can even do better with his local bank in Georgia. And I said, Give me their name. <laughs> but uh, and what cap rate property was that on? That would have been at about a seven to seven and a half cap rate on a, um, uh, it, it would be a uh, single tenant. It was actually a casual dining restaurant that he was uh, looking for. He was said he can get some financing on. And I'm very interested in that if he can do yeah. that. Well, that gives you a very strong uh, levered return for a, for a, a safe investment property. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, great. Well, Nancy, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you being on the show. Well, thanks for having me. And uh, hope all uh, everybody gives us a call because uh, we can help them out right now. And, and we all need some guidance on this because it's an environment like we've never seen before. That's certainly right. And sometimes the uh, devil's in the details and, uh, you know, dealing with somebody that's real experienced around the country like Nancy can really add a lot of value. Uh, thanks again, Nancy. Thanks for joining us around the country. Let us know what you think. We appreciate uh, hearing from you uh, and you sharing the show uh, with your network. So until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. Appreciate the show? Consider referring business or doing business with our sponsors. Bull Realty is a commercial real estate sales, leasing, and advisory firm doing business throughout the Southeast, headquartered in Atlanta. Visit bullrealty.com for more information. Vista Property Report slash CRE Show. Incredible analysis using smartphone technology. Commercial Agent Success Strategies provides video training for commercial agents. This training gets five-star reviews from even the most experienced brokers. Learn more at CommercialAgentSuccess.com. You're invited to connect with us on your favorite social media. You can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Don't miss a show of special interest to you. Be sure and subscribe to the show on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. 
And at the show website, CREshow.com, you can subscribe for a weekly email announcing the show topic and guest. While you're there, you also found more videos and podcasts. Thank you for watching or listening to America's Commercial Real Estate Show.